June's Journey is a fascinating hidden object mystery gaming app where you'll play as June Parker, tasked with a daunting obligation, solve your sister's murder. Set in the 1920s, the era of glitz and glam, this family mystery is one for the ages. Everyone's a suspect until your investigation determines otherwise. The clues are all around you, hidden within tricky twists and turns. You'll collect detailed information about each character in your photo album where you'll comb over every detail. You can even join a detective's club to chat and play with others or against them in the detective's league. With hundreds of puzzles to solve, you should probably get started today. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Sound the gifting panic alarm. We've all been there. You need to find the perfect gift. You have absolutely zero ideas and you don't know where to start. Relax. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. Just answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like, and Gift Mode gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Imagine pages of artisan espresso mugs for the coffee connoisseur in your life. Or for the pickleballer, customize paddle covers in every shade imaginable. Etsy's got you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. Reopening roadmap. Governors are looking forward to chomping at the bit. Protesting nurses suspended. A patient coughing in our face without a proper mask. Back of the line for a government loan. I don't think it's fair that the big guys get everything, the little guys get nothing. Good morning, I'm Steve Kathan in northern New Jersey with the CBS World News Roundup. We expect to hear some specifics today from President Trump about the plan to start reopening the country. It comes as health officials warn the nation still needs expanded coronavirus testing to determine who can go to work and who should stay home. Here's CBS's Paula Reed. The White House hinted that it may start in nine states each with under 1,000 cases of coronavirus. We'll be talking about various states, and it's very exciting. But on a call with the president's new economic advisory groups, business leaders stressed the need for more testing before they feel comfortable reopening. Many governors and public health experts agree, including Dr. Anthony Fauci in an interview with CBS News. The success or failure of that rolling reentry program would be the capability of being able to testify, isolate, get someone who's infected out of circulation. Frustration over the economic shutdown and the loss of jobs is boiling over in some states, as we hear from CBS's David Begnaud. This shutdown has become one of total insanity. That's the mayor of Las Vegas, Carolyn Goodman, pointing out that Nevada's death toll has been less than half of 1% of the population. She's demanding an end to the state's lockdown. It makes no sense. For heaven's sakes, for being closed is killing us already. Protests in Michigan over the governor's strict isolation orders clog streets. The governor says she understands people are angry. I just urge you, don't put yourself at risk. And don't put others at risk either. Meanwhile, Smithfield Foods in South Dakota is reportedly the biggest COVID-19 hotspot in the country, with 644 cases coming from a now-closed pork processing plant. All over the country, there have been concerns about medical staff safety with equipment in short supply. 
One hospital in Santa Monica, California, has been the scene of protests about it. We walk into the rooms with the same protection that you need to go to a grocery store. They're giving us the same equipment to go into a patient that's coughing in our face. Now, 10 nurses at Providence St. John's Health Center have been suspended for refusing to work in virus units without N95 face masks. One nurse there tested positive. In Fresno, there was a protest at a hospital where 10 nurses came down with the virus. California is going to be the first state to give cash to people living in the country illegally during the pandemic. $500 apiece to some 150,000 adults not covered by the federal rescue package. The state says 10% of its workforce is made up of people here illegally. With so many jobs on the line this morning, CBS's Dr. Tara Narula takes a look at the struggle to expand testing for the coronavirus in this country. We are still not where we need to be in terms of testing. That's the warning from Dr. David Scorton, president of the Association of American Medical Colleges. It's echoed in a letter he sent to the White House Coronavirus Task Force this week, calling for more federal involvement in the testing process. We were not ready for such a big, big deal as this pandemic has become. According to the COVID tracking project, more than 3.2 million tests have been run in the United States. That's enough for less than 1% of the country, and it falls short of what experts say is needed to reopen America. Many testing sites across the country are being met with long lines. Searcy Farrell says she was denied a coronavirus test five times as her symptoms got worse. Farrell said she was concerned about her mother, who is immunocompromised. If my mom wakes up and she can't breathe and I've got to rush her to the emergency room, I need to be able to tell them, I'm COVID positive. Overseas, China refutes fresh allegations that the coronavirus originated in a lab near the city of Wuhan. It's also pushing back against reports that detail a slow response to the outbreak. This week, millions of people are now getting their individual stimulus checks from the government. Treasury Secretary Mnuchin and the head of the Small Business Administration are urging Congress to pump more money into the Paycheck Protection Program. It was due to run out of funds last night. CBS's Chris Van Cleve reports plenty of small business owners are waiting and hoping. Paul Gattuso is struggling to keep Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs open. The 38-year-old Westchester, Illinois restaurant has just eight employees and is still waiting for word about its small business loan. You check your emails hourly. I can't do it much longer. I'm trying so hard. Democrats in Congress complain the program allows banks to prioritize existing customers, particularly those with large credit lines, over small businesses or new applicants. What's wrong is it's not on a level playing field. Neil Borofsky oversaw the 2009 stimulus program during the Great Recession. Until all the established bank customers get their loans, they might not even be on the line. A line that may be too long for small business owners like Paul Gattuso. U.S. officials say a group of 11 Iranian ships made what's termed dangerous and harassing maneuvers near American vessels in the Persian Gulf. One passed within 10 yards of a Coast Guard cutter. Plenty of us had to cancel events or trips because of the coronavirus outbreak. Bankrate.com's Ted Rossman says around 59 million Americans have been forced to cancel or rebook something, costing them money. Only about 30 percent of people who've experienced canceled plans got all of their money back. What I'm hearing is that there's been a lot of partial refunds. 13 percent of those surveyed expect to lose everything they put down in advance payments. The College Board says it's preparing a home version of the SAT entrance exam in case schools remain closed into the fall. 
June testing has already been canceled because of the pandemic. The new test would be digital and rely on remote proctoring, using the test taker's computer camera and microphone to monitor movement or talking. Dr. Anthony Fauci is a hero to many people during this crisis. This morning, there's the latest in a line of tributes. First, there were Dr. Fauci donuts and bobbleheads. Now, a toy company in Connecticut is unveiling the Dr. Fauci plush toy. His soft, cuddly likeness wears a black suit and tie and a removable red superhero cape with a face mask logo on the back emblazoned with an F. It'll sell for $25. Five of that will go to COVID-19 charities. The New England Toy Company is taking pre-orders with shipments from China expected this summer. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. CNN's Chris Cuomo revealed last night his wife has tested positive for the coronavirus. Cuomo's tried to work as he struggles with it while quarantined in his basement. He said he wanted to make sure his wife and kids didn't get infected. Christina Cuomo's symptoms are said to be mild. That's the CBS World News Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. Nancy's love story could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels. She was a romance mystery writer who happens to be married to a chef. But this story didn't end with a happily ever after. When I stepped into the kitchen, I could see that Chef Brophy was on the ground and I heard somebody say, call 911. As writers, we'd written our share of murder mysteries. So when suspicion turned to Dan's wife, Nancy, we weren't that surprised. The first person they look at would be the spouse. We understand that's usually the way they do it. But we began to wonder, had Nancy gotten so wrapped up in her own novels... There are murders in all of the books. ...that she was playing them out in real life? You can listen to Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy, early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Hey everybody, John Stewart here. I am here to tell you about my new podcast, The Weekly Show. It's going to be coming out every Thursday. So exciting. You'll, you'll be saying to yourself, TGIT. Thank God it's Thursday. We're going to be talking about all the things that hopefully obsess you in the same way that they obsess me. The election, economics, earnings calls. What are they talking about on these earnings calls? We're going to be talking about ingredient to bread ratio on sandwiches. And I know that I listed that fourth, but in importance, it's probably second. I know you have a lot of options as far as podcasts go, but how many of them come out on Thursday? I mean, talk about innovative. Listen to The Weekly Show with Jon Stewart wherever you get your podcasts. It was the biggest scandal in pop music. The stars of Milli Vanilli, the Grammy-winning multi-platinum R&B phenomenon, were exposed as frauds, but none of this was their idea. So whose idea was it? Enter German music producer Frank Varian. He saw the success of acts like Michael Jackson and Prince, and he wanted in, no matter the cost. So he devised the perfect pop heist. Two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? They couldn't sing. But Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's greatest controversies and takes a never-before-heard look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when the truth came out, Rob and Fab were the only ones who got burned. Looking back now, it's hard not to wonder 
why did everyone blame them and not the man pulling the strings? Follow Blame It on the Fame, Millie Vanilli, on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.